In this episode, we look at how the Russian-Ukraine war will impact the African energy sector. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial. The Russian-Ukraine war has left markets jittery at the close of last week. Crude oil had hit seven-year highs of $118 a barrel. The prices of metals and other commodities also saw all-time highs on the various indexes. Economists predict oil prices hitting $130 by the end of April this year. This poses serious energy issues for many a country on the globe. What kind of impact will this war have on the African energy sector? A call doc joins us from Juba, South Sudan. What effect will the war have on African economies? How will the Russia-Ukraine war affect African economies? The Russia-Ukraine conflict that has created global uproar and has caused countries to impose sanctions on Russia and travel restrictions on Russian business people, government officials, and key people linked to Vladimir Putin. The conflict won't directly impact Africa, but the rise in oil prices will positively impact crude oil exporters and negatively impact crude oil importers. Russia accounts for almost 25 to 30% of oil output, and it isn't clear if countries will buy Russian crude. Right now, they've been imposed, they've been hit with sanctions, but it hasn't been cleared that other countries in Europe and the United States will ban the purchase of Russian crude exports. Now, the Russia, Russia and Africa's trade relationship is not as strong as many people can consider. Russia accounts for 2% of Africa's trade with the world, according to the UNCTAD. Russia's foreign direct uh, investment accounts for less than 1% of total FDI in Africa. Russia, o- African oil exporters will see an increase in oil revenues and exports due to the surge in oil prices. Key African uh, players are Nigeria, which produces about 1.36 million barrels per day, Libya, which produces 1.1 billion barrels per day, Angola, which produces 1.4, and Nigeria, who produces 1.1. For oil producing countries on the continent, does this war affect their economies positively? The largest oil exporters in Africa are Nigeria, Libya, and Angola. Nigeria is producing uh, roughly 1.36 million barrels per day, Libya is producing 1.17 million barrels per day, and Angola is producing about 1.14, followed by Algeria. Oil-producing countries will see more oil revenues to governments, more profits to oil-operating companies, and more hard currency entering the economy. Countries in East Africa, such as South Sudan, which rely on oil for 90% of their revenue, can use this revenue to fund key provisions of the revitalized peace agreement, support developmental initiatives, and fund financial commitments that they have. Oil-exporting countries see this as a great time to benefit from the rise in oil prices. But at the same time, there are African countries who are not oil producers and not oil exporters, and they will be hurt directly because the cost of importing uh, uh, refined petroleum products will will go up. Which countries on the continent will bear the brunt of this war? The countries in Africa that are going to be negatively impacted by the rise of uh, oil prices are African countries that import refined petroleum products and do not have a robust export or oil production capacity. Some of these countries will have to see, have to allocate more hard currency to import refined petroleum products because the rise in crude oil prices is correlated to the rise in the price of refined petroleum products such as fuel, uh, diesel, petrol, uh, and uh, and jet fuel. These are these are products that many African countries import from international markets, and these products are likely to go up and increase. This will affect their economies because now their currencies will be under pressure due to the need of hard currencies. 
to import these products. And number two, this will create inflation in these countries because the rise in the prices of the refined petroleum products will directly hit consumers who rely on uh, refined petroleum products for their livelihood. And this will, this will affect household incomes. Is this the time for Africa to be thinking about robust refinery capacities? The biggest challenge for African countries is that there are countries that will benefit and there are countries that will uh, not benefit. But the problem facing African energy economies is the lack of robust refining capacities. African countries are producing a large amount of crude oil, but the lack of robust refining capacity is hurting these African countries because they may be producing crude oil but they have to also import refined petroleum products. And you see this happening in Nigeria, but now Nigeria is looking to change that course, especially with their new Dangote refinery, where they hope to produce and refine their crude oil locally and satisfy both national and regional demand. So the rise of oil prices will benefit some of these African crude exporters who will then see a large amount of money entering their economies, but they will also have to import refined petroleum products to satisfy their local demand. And this in turn might offset the, the money that they're getting from crude oil experts, but it will negatively impact countries that are importing refined petroleum products. And they're going to have a lot of pressure and for their hard currencies, reserves, and pressure for their currencies and pressure on locals who have to pay more for fuel, diesel, and jet fuel. That was a cold dog, an economic analyst based in Juba, South Sudan. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The latest trade data from the National Institute of Rwanda indicates that trade volumes declined in January in comparison with December 2021. Imports declined by 11.1% month-on-month relative to December, while exports weakened by 21% month-on-month of the same period. Overall, the trade deficit narrowed by 3.3% month-on-month, coming in at $211.2 million dollars January as the fall in the value of imports was greater than the decline in the value of exports over the period. Meanwhile, on an annual basis, the picture changes with both exports and imports improving by 82% year-on-year and 84.7% year-on-year respectively. This reflects how much trade has improved since the slump experienced during 2020 that rolled over into the start of 2021. Export revenue in January stood at $137.3 million dollars down $36.5 million from December. The food and live animals subcategory was the largest contributor to the decline, with $29.4 million in overall export revenue for the month. Additionally, there were small revenue losses in other subcategories, such as crude oil, where they registered a negative $2.4 million, and other commodities at $5.4 million. Kenya is looking at higher debt repayment and cost of living as the shilling remains vulnerable to the US dollar, which is gaining from the Russia-Ukraine war. The local currency neared a low of 114 Kenya shillings to the dollar that is expected to weaken further as the US prepares to hike interest rates this month, according to the latest analysis of the Kenyan shilling by forecast economics. Accelerating inflation in the US over the past few months and the Fed's increasingly hawkish tone have raised expectations of a sooner-than-anticipated rate hike. And a look at the market. The dollar index gained further ground, breaking above the 98.60 level for the first time since May of 2020, as stronger-than-expected U.S. jobs report brought forward the expectations of more aggressive action from the Federal Reserve. Fed Chair Powell has recently pointed to a 25-basis-point rate hike 
in March, but opened the door for a more hawkish move if inflation does not abate as anticipated. The DXY has also benefited from some safe haven bids from Russia-Ukraine war. The most pronounced buying activity was against the euro with inflation in Europe surging to a record high of 5.8% in February, putting the ECB policymakers in a tough spot next week when they meet to set policy amidst the fog of war. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is akfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at kfinancial.com.